This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Hey guys, this week is a throwback episode. This episode originally aired about midway through 2021, and it's all about rewiring your mind. I shared a revelation that I got while reading a parenting book that I thought could apply to all of us that's looking to really just change our habits and our behaviors. And I thought this was a good fit, especially we've been talking a lot about just like things that come up within our flesh and how we can keep that under wraps. So like dopamine, for example, like we talked about last week, how we could really just keep our flesh at bay so that we can move by the spirit. And I thought this would be appropriate to bring this episode back. So that's what's going to play today. But before we get there, I want to remind you guys that we are one week away from the Time With God Challenge. I am so excited. We have literally over 1,000 people who have pre-registered for this. Like, My mind is blown, but I am extremely grateful and excited for what God is about to do within the society because we're literally just taking two weeks to commit to him, spending time with him to just learn more about what that looks like so that we all can just live the lives that 
we want to live, you know, these righteous lives where we're spending time with God and we're seeing transformation and we're winning souls and we just out here doing what God created us to do. So I want to remind you to go ahead and pre-register at blessedandbossedup.com slash challenge. I'll also put the link in the show notes. For those of you guys who this may be the first time hearing about it, the Time with God Challenge is a 14-day challenge where you'll learn how to prioritize quiet time with God cut out distractions during your quiet time and learn different strategies for spending time with him in different seasons. You'll also gain insight into how time with God can be flexible and you'll connect with the community of women who are all doing the same thing. Our challenge features speakers, prayer calls, daily devotionals, Bible studies, access to so much content endless classes and studies and resources to not only allow you to go deeper in your faith, but also grow your business. So I'm really excited about this. This challenge is free. It's happening within a society, which is our paid membership group, but we love to do challenges and free trials just so you could come in and try us out. We can all grow together on a particular topic. And for this one, it's time with God. So join us for free. Just go to blessedandbossedup.com slash challenge to pre-register. And then what's going to happen is we're going to email you so that you can activate your free trial. Cause that way I don't want you to get charged or anything before the the actual challenge ends. So you pre-register on our website. We send you an email the night before saying, Hey, activate that trial right now so that you can go through the challenge with us for free. And if you want to continue on into this, into our community within the society after that, then of course we'll be happy to have you. But all the information about this challenge is on blessedandbossedup.com slash challenge. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Y'all, can we just talk about the fact that I had this espresso not too long ago and I'm lit. (laughs) My husband always goes to this coffee shop that's by our house. And it was to the point where one time I was like, why are you always going? And I went with him. I'm like, who is at this coffee shop that he be coming to see all the time? Oh, but I met who he was going to see today. It was that espresso. Okay. I just drank that thing and I am ready to paint the roof. This is dangerous. <laughs> so I was like, it's Friday. I'm recording this on a Friday. I need one of these on a Monday. And so I'm like, let me go record this podcast because the fact that I'm lit, period. <laughs> and these notes that I got, who knows what this episode finna turn into, but I like it. <laughs> Quick church announcement. Um, If you guys are new or aspiring podcasters and you're looking to learn how to build a profitable platform, we have the replay from Anchor Media's open house available right now at anchormedia.com. I'll put the link in the uh, show notes, but uh, you can learn more about Anchor Media, the company, what we do, the success stories we have, and learn about our retreat that we have coming up in December. Tickets are still on sale for that. Um, If you guys are looking to grow, 
and faith in business, I want you to join the society with myself and Kavaya. This is our monthly membership community where you just get to connect and grow with a bunch of like-minded women. We do Bible studies. We do prayer calls every week, devotionals every day, uh, lives twice a week. We have challenges all the time, as you guys know, because we open those things up to um, the general public. And we have something else that's really exciting coming up soon. For all of you guys who want to learn how to have a business meeting with God and how to seek God on behalf of your business, stay tuned for that. All right, so let's get into today's episode. The title of today's episode is Rewire Your Brain to Be Well. Rewire Your Brain to Be Well. Last week, I talked about the importance of why and how you should have a mid-year reset. And I shared with you guys how that's what I've really been on, especially this month of June and something I plan to be on for the foreseeable future because I just like the way that I feel. I like the way my body looks. Um, I like how mentally clear I've been as a result of doing a lot of the things on that list. So if you haven't listened, go back and check out that episode. But I wanted to do today's episode on rewire your brain to be well, because I feel like when we talk about mental health, and this is not a mental health episode, but hear me out. A lot of times when we talk about mental health, we speak a lot about um, just dealing with conditions that may already be there, like anxiety or depression or any other type of mental disorder that you're trying to alleviate. But I believe it's an opportunity here, though, to talk about how to make sure that we are proactive about our mental wellness. And so when I looked up the definition of well, some adjectives are thorough, complete, efficient, effective, healthy, fit, sensible, wise. Like these are things that I want to embody, especially when it comes to something as important as my mind and my brain. And this came about actually the other day when I was on one of my walks. So I've been waking up early around like six in order to go on a walk and get, I take about usually about three laps around the route uh, in the neighborhood, the route that I usually take. And it's usually about like three miles. And I've been going in the mornings before my son and my husband wakes up because it allows me to get it done then as opposed to waiting until, let's say, like the nanny comes at 8.30. By the time I get out, do the walk and come back, it's like the afternoon. It's, it's noon. By the time I shower and get dressed and all of that, it takes up too much of the day. So in order to uh, steal some time, I do it before they wake up. And so, um, and I told you guys last week that that um, that's when I've been spending a lot of my time with God. I walk, I pray, uh, listen to hear from God. I may sit down sometimes and really just, especially if I'm going through it, I'll sit down and talk with God. Cause I'm like, God, I can't walk and talk. Let's, let's have a sit down. But um, the other day when I was on my walk, I was getting ready to be finished. I had finished my third lap. I was getting ready to head home and Holy Spirit said, do do the lap one more time. And I was like, okay, cool. If you're telling me to do this lap again, we must got some things to discuss. <laughs> and so um, I had already prayed and things like that. So I knew God was telling me to do another lap because it wasn't time for me to talk. It was time for me to listen. And so um, I took my notes out. And when I tell you guys, 
I didn't cry because I'm a G, <laughs> but I didn't cry. But I was just in such a place that I feel like I hadn't been in a while. And what I mean by that is I feel like just in the midst of managing all of the blessings that God has given me and being so hyper-focused on making sure that I'm efficient and, and effective in everything that I do, I've gotten to a place where it's been a minute since I've just rested in God, if that makes sense. So like I'm used to doing what God tells me to do. I'm used to having these business meetings and seeking him on behalf of my business. Like I'm used to doing what it is I need to do. I'm used to action, right? But I had to get back to that rest part, to that part where where I was in 2018 after God told me to shut my business down and I was waiting for uh, him to tell me what to do next. I needed to get back to that spot where I was just totally reliant and totally confident and happy and excited about what God was going to do next. And so as I was on this walk, even before God told me to take the other lap, I had just got this revelation that I need to get back to that space of resting. And I I think with the added responsibility, that's where I went wrong is not, I I focused a lot on being able to reevaluate the system right? The system of how to effectively manage the things that God has blessed me with. I've been very focused on that. And I've talked a lot about it on my YouTube channel and it's heavy in my book, but I I lost the resting part because of the added responsibility. So now the responsibilities I have in 2021 are very different than what I had in 2018. I have a child now. I had just gotten married back then, but now I am have been married for about three years almost now. And so now our marriage looks different than it did then because we have a child. So we have to not only care for the child, but make sure that we're caring for our relationship. That's another area of responsibility in my business. It was just me. It wasn't even really a business back then because I was waiting on God to tell me what's up. It was just the podcast and a couple of products. But now I have this company, I have clients, I have um, employees that I'm responsible for. So the responsibilities are a lot more now than then. And I have been focusing so much on how to effective, how to be effective and efficient and focusing on building the system that I forgot a key aspect of said system, which is to rest. And rest isn't in a sense of don't do anything or go to the spa or take a day off. It's not about that. I get my sleep at night. I take days off when I need it but rest in the sense of just be. I was so focused in doing, I wasn't just being. And it reminds me of a a quote um, from my friend Tish. We talked years ago about whatever I was stressing about at the time. And she was like, um, I think it was on a podcast. She was saying like, we have to stop being, we have to focus more on being human beings as opposed to human doings, right? And that was so mind-blowing to me when she said it at the time, but it was just reiterated during this whole revelation during my walk is the importance of just being. And I believe that there's so much power in being, especially as a woman of God, because I can then just do what God tells me to do without worrying about the result. It's human nature for us to worry about the outcomes. And so in this faith journey, it's always a priority or a day-to-day thing where we have to bring our flesh subject to uh, the Holy Spirit. 
And so that was an aspect of my flesh that I hadn't been um, taking control of or taking authority of for a while. And that that is a contributor to why I had been more stressed out, um, not necessarily overwhelmed, but just mentally exhausted, if that makes sense. That was one of the contributors to my need for a reset because I forgot to rest. And I'm so grateful for God that he would even just, y'all, I told you I could have cried. And this is, this was before we even got to what God was downloading to me. This was just simply during the walking and praying part that he, it just put me in such a, a place of gratitude because he loves me so much that he shows me myself. Like we talk a lot about like rebuking the enemy and taking authority over the enemy. But let me tell you something. It is something powerful when God shows you, you, the enemy within yourself, the enemy in your behaviors, the enemy in your coping mechanisms, the enemy in your viewpoint of yourself, the enemy in your mindset, the enemy in your decisions. And I'm so grateful for God for who he is because he shows me and not just this time, but time and time again, he shows me myself. And for you guys, he shows you yourself. I like, I could just sit here in that for a second and do a whole podcast on God showing us ourselves. But that's where I was at before he even told me to take another lap. So I took another lap and not only did he show me myself, but he revealed the tactics of the enemy and then gave me strategy to make sure that I don't succumb to the weapons that are, that the enemy is forming against me. Right. So I'm not going to read you guys the whole download because that's my business. <laughs> but at the end of it, God was telling me that it is of high priority for me to continue to win the battlefield of my mind. And I'm sharing this with you guys, because I want you to put yourself and matter of fact, let me just say it to you as God said it to me. Continue to win the battlefield in your mind. It's your most valuable asset and it's why the enemy keeps attacking you there. When you're mentally clear, you're unstoppable. And so this is what God has said to me, but I wanted to bring it here on the podcast because we talked about a mental reset or just having a reset in general last week. But here I want to dive deeper into being proactive. Now, there are going to be times that we're going to need these resets, period. But I want to uh, present something to you guys to where even after your reset is over and you're recharged and you're ready to take the rest of the year, how to make sure that you're a human being moving forward so that you don't need the reset as bad, if that makes sense. And you guys know what initiated that whole revelation. It was, I didn't go on that walk like with an agenda or um, I didn't go out there really. I didn't really go to ask God for anything. <laughs> when it was when I was having that that prayer time initially, but I just went into a moment of praise, and this is why being present is so important. And we talked about that. Um, that was one of the points of how to reset last week is be present in the day to day. There are so many miracles that have happened in my real life that can get less extraordinary, so to speak, if I don't focus enough on them. There have been things that God has done in your life that were once 
prayer points that were once in a journal of yours with tears on the pages that you now have, but they've lost the level of significance that you once placed on them because you've gotten used to it. And I believe it's very, very important for us not to get used, not to get so used to what God has done that the miracles in our life use their excuse me, lose their ability to refuel our faith about the next thing. And so when I was on the walk, I was just thinking, even thinking about my grandmother, we gonna call her Miracle Mary. Her name is Mary, but I'm calling her Miracle Mary. I've been very frank on the show about how earlier in the year she was diagnosed with cancer. She was diagnosed with stage four anaplastic thyroid cancer, a very, very rare cancer to the point where 500 to 1,000 people in the U.S. a year get it. That's it. There's only one specialist in our area that specializes. And I live in the DC metro area. So this is an area where pretty much everything, a lot of things are here. So, um, very, very rare cancer, very, very aggressive cancer. She's somebody who has not, the last time she was in the hospital, she said was when my aunt was born and my aunt is almost 50. This episode is brought to you by stamps.com. Small businesses doesn't seem so small to me. Somebody who has had immaculate health her whole entire life was diagnosed with this disease with a prognosis of only three months. She had a um, a um, appointment the whole time, even during the diagnosis, whenever we would go to the doctors, they would be perplexed. They would be like, well, Miss Mary, I'm looking at your charts and your files and what the, the tests are saying, and I'm looking at you and it's not adding up. You're not supposed to be doing this well. You're not supposed to be walking around and all of that. And like, this doesn't make sense. I don't even, it doesn't look like the same person. Even, and that was in the beginning, even uh, uh, more recently, like last week, she had a meeting with, um, or a, an appointment with the specialist for this type of cancer. And she said, Miss Mary, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're a miracle. People with this type of cancer don't live three months and you're past that. She's past what they say she should be living. And not only of that, her quality of life now was the same as it was before she was diagnosed. She's not on the oxygen, done, gone. She doesn't need oxygen anymore. Walker, done, doesn't need the walker anymore. They discharged her from physical therapy because she's strong and able and, and does whatever she wants to do. And so... We still, you know, monitor and take care of her and all of those things, but she's a miracle. And I was just walking and praying and talking to God. And I, and I was like, God, like this miracle is right in my face. Even think looking at my son every single day, there was a point in time where I didn't know if, um, if being a mother was a title that I was going to hold because of my body's inability to carry life. But I get to look at my son every single day. I get to look at my grandmother multiple times a week, pretty much every day. Because if I'm not with her, I'm on FaceTime. And like, it's these, these miracles are in my face. And so as I was praying, I was like, man, God, I don't have to go find inspiration. I don't have to go in and listen to somebody else's testimony or um, intake all of these different resources about faith. I'm looking at what you're doing here. And it's so crazy sometimes when it's our life where there are things that's right in front of us that somehow we don't look at it as, as immaculate as it really is. But it's something when you just decide to be present in the miracles that's manifesting in your life in real time. 
And so I found myself just on that walk, man, before we even got to the point where God was um, downloading things to me and revealing myself to me, I was just in praise. I'm reading this book right now and I actually decided to read it more so just for parenthood purposes. It's called The Whole Brain Child, uh, 12 Revolutionary Strategies to Nurture Your Child's Developing Mind. And so this was one of my June reads that I picked up because my son is entering into toddlership. <laughs> and I wanted to make sure that me and my husband and you know everybody who's in his village were just giving him what he needs to develop and grow as a mentally healthy, emotionally well, an overall happy kid. And so um, this book reveals some things to me in the beginning that's relevant for us as adults, not even just for kids. And this goes into us making sure that our brain is mentally well. And this is actually where the title of the episode came from. So in the book, it says that most of us don't think about the fact that our brain has many different parts with different jobs. For example, you have a left side of the brain that helps you think logically and organize thoughts into sentences and a right side that helps you experience emotion and read nonverbal cues. You also have a reptile brain that allows you to act instinctively and make split second survival decisions and a mammal brain that leads you towards connection and relationships. One part of your brain is devoted to dealing with memory. Another is to making moral and ethical decisions. It's almost as if your brain has multiple personalities, some rational, some irrational, some reflective, some reactive. The key to thriving is to help these parts work well together. So to integrate them. Integration takes the distinct parts of your brain and helps them work together as a whole. It's similar to what happens in the body, which has different organs to perform different jobs. The lungs breathe air, the heart pumps blood, the stomach digests food. For the body to be healthy, these organs all need to be integrated. In other words, they each need to do their individual job while also working together as a whole. Integration is simply that, linking different elements together to make a well-functioning whole. Just as with the healthy functioning of the body, your brain can't perform at its best unless its different parts work well together in a coordinated and balanced way. That's what integration does. It coordinates and balances the separate regions of the brain that it links together. When we are integrated, we become overwhelmed by emotions, confused and chaotic. So it starts talking about like how this, uh, how when kids are integrated, how they have like tantrums and things of that nature. But this is very relevant to us as adults when we aren't using our brain in the most efficient way, which this book is proposing is using our brain in an integrated way. We become overwhelmed. We become our mind becomes chaotic and we aren't mentally clear. What was even more interesting to me is when they started talking about this recent study. They said in recent years, scientists have developed brain scanning technology that allows researchers to study the brain in ways that were never before possible. This new technology has confirmed much of what we previously believed about the brain. However, one of the surprises that has shaken the very foundations of neuroscience is the discovery that the brain is actually plastic or moldable. This means that the brain physically changes throughout the course of our lives, not just in childhood as we have previously assumed. What molds our brains? Experience. Even into old age, our experiences actually change the physical structure of the brain. 
When we undergo an experience, our brain cells called neurons become active or they fire. The brain has 100 billion neurons, each with an average of 10,000 connections to other neurons. The ways in which the particular circuits in the brain are activated determines the nature of our mental activity, ranging from perceiving sights or sounds to more abstract thought and reasoning. When neurons fire together, they grow new connections between them. Over time, the connections that result from firing lead to rewiring the brain. This is incredibly exciting news. It means that we aren't held captive for the rest of our lives by the way our brains work at this moment. We can actually rewire it so that we can be healthier and happier. This is not only true for children and adolescents, but for each of us across the lifespan. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all. This blew my mind because this the fact that our brains can be rewired and then not only did they talk about how our brains can be rewired, but the key to rewiring them is experience, right? So for us now, when we're trying to live these mentally clear lives so that we can fully live out uh, the things that God has called us to do, be fulfilled, be happy, be joyful, be well. The key to that is to create experiences that promotes our brain to operate in an integrated way. So I want to propose to you guys a couple of experiences that you can implement in your life moving forward that promotes this mental wellness that allows you to rewire your brain to be well. So the first experience that I want you to implement is to replace influence with wise counsel. Based on definition, an influencer has the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. And so when I say influencer, don't think just about a person or a page or a platform. An influencer can be your friends. An influencer can be what you watch on TV. An influencer can be the music that you listen to. All of these things work together. An influencer is simply something, someone that has the capacity to have an effect on you. That's why influencers get paid the big bucks. That's why they pay me to present um, a product or something to you in the form of an ad because of the influence that I have with my platform. And that's why it's my responsibility that I'm only presenting you guys with things that are of quality and I really think you're going to love. But this is the game. Like this is the, the world that we live in where influence matters, right? But as people who want to be mentally well, we have to understand that, but also be responsible for our mental wellness enough to where we're taking out some of that influence and replacing it with wise counsel. The Bible says that bad company corrupts good character and company is not just in the people that you keep around you, but it's in the things that you allow yourself to consume. And it's also important to note here that wisdom comes from God. So when it comes to wise counsel, that means that you should be consuming things 
information, surrounding yourself with people who hear and do, who are hearers and doers of the word, who who uh, are used by God in the things that they do and they say, and who live righteously, not perfectly, but righteously and live a submitted life. Because if they're, if God is speaking to them, then you can trust that what they're speaking to you has wisdom involved because it's of God. I remember when I first met my husband and we met at work. So we worked together and were cool before we started dating. And after we were already talking a little bit, um, I had something happened at work. And one of the little tests I used to always do with boyfriends or people I was interested in is I would go to them when I was having trouble because I wanted to see how they responded to me or the type of advice they would give me when I was trying to, when I was going through something or try to figure something out. That was a little test that I did because I just needed to know that they were going to be able to really be there for me, if that makes sense. So um, that was what I did with him. So my boss was getting on my nerves. Something was frustrating me at at work. I have no clue what it was now. And so I I hit him up and I was like, hey, uh, walk with me to Chipotle. (laughs) So it was our lunch break. It was a Chipotle around the corner. It was long enough. It was a long enough walk to have a decent conversation. And so I was explaining to him just what was frustrating me and what was going on. And one of the key reasons I knew that I needed to keep this person around via a boyfriend or friend or whatever was he responded to my difficulties with the word. And I remember it was, I forgot the scripture it was, but it was the fact that he responded to my trouble with scripture. So now he didn't just become someone who was a person of interest or somebody that I was dating. Now he became wise counsel in that moment because he was speaking to me with wisdom. And that of course influenced my decision to continue to date him and eventually marry him. Because if you're being led by God, I don't have no problem following and submitting to you because I could trust that way that I can trust who's leading you. So I don't have no problem following. But um but yeah nevertheless him responding me to me and scripture made him wise counsel. I have people in my life now who I call when something is going on or when I'm thinking about doing things and I want to make sure that I'm not moving on my own emotions. I want to make sure I'm not moving on my own opinion, but people that I know hear from God that I can talk stuff out with. And so there are people I call, they'll let me vent and they'll respond with the word. Like, no Tatum, you need to do this. Because this is how God says that we should handle the situation. No, you need to do that because the word says this, or I'm going to just pray. And even if they don't have anything to say or a message at that moment, like let's pray about this and seek God on behalf of this uh, subject. When um, I got the idea for Anchor Media, and I try to even embody this with myself in my relationships, like not just if people being, not just people being wise counsel to me, but I want to be wise counsel to people as well. So when somebody presents me with a problem or whatever in my friendships and real life relationships, let's pray about it. When I got the idea for Anchor Media, I was fasting with my friend Kristen because I wanted to seek God and really add my prayers with her prayers on behalf of what she was doing in her business. And so you just want to make sure that whatever is pouring into you, God is pouring into them. And that's the difference between influence and wise counsel. It's what's driving it. 
In Psalms 1, I'm going to read verse 1 through 6. It said, blessed is the one, it says, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked, they are like chaffs that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. And so again, the way of the wicked leads to destruction. So when you're being influenced by things that are not um, being influenced by God or being molded by God, and are not uh, delighting in the law of the Lord, as the scripture says, then you are being influenced into destruction. That's the most frank way that I can say that. Destruction and being mentally well don't go together, (laughs) okay? We want to rewire our brains to be well, you guys. That's the whole point of this episode. So this experience that I want you to start implementing is make sure that you are replacing influence with wise counsel. The next thing that I want you to do or next experience that I want you to incorporate in your life builds off of what we talked about last week. So last week I told you guys to go on a walk and I told you about um, uh, something that Kavai always talks about taking a scripture card and uh, meditating on the word as you're going on your walk and spending your time with God. I want to take it a step further and I want you to take the scripture card And have the scripture on it, but write the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how. And what I'm trying to get you to do at that point is to add context. Because we can't just pick scriptures and apply our own meaning to them. What was said was said for a reason. And we need to understand why it was said, the environment in which it was said, who said it, the results of it being said, in order to effectively apply it to our life. We can't just be hearers of the word. We have to be doers of the word. And in order to do something, we have to understand it. And then as you do that, Holy Spirit will start to reveal and reveal those specifics of how it applies to your life and your current situation. So when you have these cards, write the context of it. And by focusing on wisdom. And wisdom is the word of God. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. So what will happen, even if we go back to Psalm 1 that I read earlier, it said, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step of the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. So a huge part of being mentally well is renewing our mind to soak up wisdom, creating experiences where we are soaking up wisdom, when we are delighting in the law of the Lord, when we are meditating on his law, then we will be blessed. 
So I hope you guys are understanding how this is all working together because we're renewing and resetting, but we also want to make sure that we are maintaining and being proactive about being mentally well. And the way that we do that is by rewiring our brain. So add these experiences in. You can add them onto the things that we talked about last week, but um, that's it. I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Bossed Up. Follow me at Tatum Tamia. Tag me in your post. Rate the show. Um, subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. And let me know what you guys thought of this week's episode. See you next week. Bye.